Joining me right now is one of the major players in the Australian MMA scene, the CEO of Hex Fight Series, Trent James. What's going on, man? John, how you doing, mate? Great to be on the podcast. Great. Um, the first thing is, uh, how did you come up with, like, I'm going to create Hex Fight Series? You know, like, were you always involved in martial arts or, or was this something that you just kind of developed recently? I, I used to train, uh, still try to train, but... I was training really consistently probably seven or eight years ago. I uh, had a few fights and um, decided that I'd try and raise the, the bar in terms of promotions in Australia because I think that that's what Australia was lacking was a decent MMA organisation to, um, to take charge and that, that's what I've created and, and that's where we are now. Yeah, you guys in such a short period of time, you have created a great reputation for yourself and for the promotion. Um, what is the secret to your success? Treating fighters the way they should be. That's, that's the key to success. You know, a lot, a lot of people take advantage of them knowing that they need the opportunities to fight. Um, a lot of other promoters, or some promoters have never fought before, so they don't know what it's like. Uh, they haven't experienced what the nerves and, and stuff out the back feel like. So I try and make it as comfortable and as easy, easy transition as possible for the fighters. So I think that was the big point of difference between us and, and some other shows. And we, and we pay the people that... that, that are involved in the organization. I think that's another key factor is paying people that, you know, have, have done a service for you. Australian MMA scene is booming right now. You are, like I said earlier, a major player in that, uh, giving a, a venue for the fighters to kind of showcase themselves. Um, what do you, what is your opinion of the scene right now? I think the scene's exploding for MMA in Australia. I think it's the biggest it's ever been. Um, and it's progressively getting bigger and bigger. I think the talent of the Australian fighters is, is, is reaching another level. Um, you got to think, like, guys in America grew up on wrestling. You know, we didn't have that. We had football, Australian rules football. Um, so the fact that, you know, we're now being competitive with the Americans and, and a lot of other nationalities, I think it's amazing. I think Australia's really going to be... Look at, I mean, look at Rob Whitaker, for example. I mean, he, he, he's from Australia and he's, he's got a belt around his waist in the UFC, so... It goes to show that we're really creating some real talent down in Australia. Speaking of Robert Whitaker, you had him at one of your shows, and also you've had other UFC fighters come along. Even they, even though they did, uh, they didn't fight for Hex, but they actually show support for Hex. And how, what does that mean for you as a promotion? Well, I think it's great. I think they know where they came from, not necessarily from Hex, because we're still relatively new. But they knew that they came from a smaller organization. Um, I consider Hex the gateway to the UFC in Australia. Um, so I think that they're, they're wanting to get on board and support that and, you know, know that a lot of young talent's going to come from a show like mine and, and, and be fighting the UFC and potentially do really, really well. Australia rules football. A lot of guys come from there, right, and kind of transition into mixed martial arts. Is there a reason for that, do you think? Yeah, so, so I did the same thing. I was playing football. I, I started training MMA in the off-season. Um, fell in love with MMA and never played football again. So um, it's, it's an athletic sport. Um, most people have grown up doing it in Australia. So I think it's a, a pretty easy transition in terms of, um, you know, you, you want to be fit, you want to be healthy, you want to be athletic. Um, you're playing football. You're looking for another avenue. I think MMA is the, the road to take. Also, you have to be very tough in both sports and i think that's like a major connection to you know the the sports right 
yeah, well, it's a contact sport. So I think, you know, MMA is obviously a contact sport. Australian rules football is a contact sport. I think in terms of skill, I probably don't go hand in hand. But, you know, I, I think that the base of it, it's an easy transition. All right. Recently, you had Hex Fight Series 13, a major card. Uh, Matt Vale, who was actually representing XFC, uh, the welterweight division for their uh, promotion. And then you had uh, Kit Campbell for Hex. Um, what did you think about how that fight played out? I definitely don't think it was show versus show. Um, I think it was the two best welterweights in, in Australia and New Zealand competing against each other. He does hold the belt for XFC and um, they're doing some great things over on the other side of the country. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely wasn't any form of competition in regards to the two promotions. We've got a good working relationship. Um, yeah, in terms of that, I don't, I don't think it was a competition, but um, look, the, the fight, when you've got two guys at the top of the game, if one guy doesn't have the greatest of nights, usually they're going to lose. Definitely. Um, yeah, the, those guys are the best of the best in the, in, you know, and then a lot of people are promoting it like it was uh, whoever wins goes to the UFC, right? Uh, but I feel that both those guys should be in the UFC. It doesn't matter who won that fight. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that it, it just gives the UFC a standout person that, you know, uh, whoever won that fight, if the UFC are looking for a welterweight on this side of the world, I think that the guy that won that fight would get picked up purely because the guy that lost, which was Kit, um, the UFC aren't signing a guy that's just had a loss. So, yeah, I, I, think, I think that Matt Vale deserves a, a contract for, after that fight. For sure. Um, now, talking about working with other promotions, I know that you said, you just said earlier that it's not a competition. You're willing to work with other promotions. Uh, are, you, are you in the progress of maybe sending one of your guys over to the other promotion to fight for a title or anything like that? Um, look, I definitely, I'd definitely be open to it. Um, in Australia, there's not not so many fighters are contracted into multiple fight deals, so really they're all free agents. Um, but just some some fighters want to stay loyal to a promotion, and the promotion in turn looks after the fighter in terms of getting him get him fights. And if they get a late pullout, replacing that fight, that's that's what Hex is known for. If We've had pullouts two days out from a show, and we'll, we're able to find them a replacement fight. Other fighters that fight for your promotion, like Jimmy Crute, what can if you were the promoter? If you know you are the promoter, but if you're somebody that was looking to sign a fighter from your promotion, I think Jimmy Crute is one of those guys, right? What is your assessment of his skill set and his popularity? The thing with Jimmy is, is that what most people don't realize is. is he hasn't had an amateur fight. His first fight was against a veteran, Ben Callagher, who had had, you know, 20-odd MMA fights, a stack of boxing and kickboxing fights. Like, for, for a guy to be able to take on that fight and overcome it and win, the guy's phenomenal. It's, it's crazy how good that guy is. Um, you know, he's seven, seven fights in now, 7-0. and No one's looked to come even close to him. And not many people still realise how good the Korean was that came over and fought him. I mean, you, you'd obviously know, but, uh, you know, I just, I can't talk highly enough of Jim, and I, I definitely think that by far he's our biggest standout that's, that's representing Hex right now. Yeah, speaking of Korean fighters, the last event, Hex 13, you had five Korean fighters come over and compete. Some of them did a, you know, they, the fights were good, 
right? They're very competitive. Some won, some lost. Uh, a lot of people don't really know who they are, but I'm kind of, you know, I respect that you're giving them a platform in Australia to kind of showcase themselves, to kind of gain more fans. Do you expect to work with uh, TFC a lot more in the future? Definitely, yeah. We're, we're already working on that relationship now and we're looking at ways that we can strengthen that. Um, but yeah, we're, we've definitely got a strong working relationship with them. Uh, the, the, oh. Korean, the, the thing about the Koreans is that I don't think anyone realized how good the Korean fighters are. In my opinion, the Koreans are the best Asian fighters, MMA fighters in the world. I, I think that, you know, the Koreans got the heart of the of the of the uh, Japanese, but I think they've got a better skill set. I think that the Koreans are by far the best, the best Asian fighters in the world. Yeah, working with the Korean promotion back and forth, I think it creates a, a good ecosystem for both sides, and you know, kind of elevating the the fighters instead of kind of, you know, in a way, when you fight the same people from your country you kind of kill off your own prospects in, you know, in, you know, in, in reality. So like That's facing somebody from another country, it's kind of, it helps both sides out. Yeah. It's not often that you see me match um, fighters that are both from the same state. Mm-hmm. I think that, as you said, you, you, you're killing one of them. Um, obviously, you know, fighters need to sell tickets to, to fill a venue. We obviously sell a lot by, by the reputation we have now. People know it's going to be a good show. Um, but you know, we still do rely on, on some fighters to sell tickets. So not many people are willing to support a guy that's losing all the time. So strategically, it's better to have one guy from Victoria, one guy into state or from overseas. For the rest of the year, how many uh, title fights do you have, you know, lined up? Um, we, we try and put one or two title fights on each show, but it doesn't always work out like that. All right. Well, Thank you for your time, Trent. I know you're doing so much. You're a busy guy. You've actually been sick for the last week or so. So, you know, I, I'm very thankful for your time, man. No worries. Thanks, man. I'm, up, I'm back to bed. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we'll chat soon. Thanks, John.